The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back to the 750. I am your ORG Ochoa. He is your 75 two-time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer, and today, the birthday boy. It is the one and only Tony Casillas, TC. What up? Well, I'm doing good. Feeling just a little older. Uh, not acting much older, uh, but I appreciate all the shout-outs, and thank you. It's, uh, I made it. I made it this long. Hey, I mean, what, what more? You know, I feel like October is just the best month. I feel like you probably feel that way. Like the weather is getting better. The food is awesome. The birthday happens. Football season, World Series. I mean, there's a lot of good vibes in the air right now, especially today. Uh, you mentioned you did a workout. You have any cake in, in your future today? You're going to avoid the cake? Like what's, what's your birthday treat plan here? Well, tonight, uh, my wife and I are going to go out to dinner. Going to go out and have a steak dinner and i'm sure we'll participate in a, some dessert uh oh by the way i october, speaking of october it is a great month for birthdays because yours truly that being you it's your birthday so happy belated birthday to you your birthday was last week that's right so the 750 has got october covered that's right yeah um i mean that's what i'm saying like i i, I realize that you and i are biased but i feel like a, like October really is the best month to be born. Um, and I've, I've like made this argument for a lot of people or to a lot of people in my life. And again, I've always had my birthday in October. But like when you when you get a car or, or when you when you learn how to drive, if you get a car for your birthday type thing, like you get it, you know, you turn you always turn, you know, the age of, of your classmates before most people. You know what I'm saying? Like you're early in the school year. You turn 16, you turn 18. You, so you can drive, you can buy lotto tickets. You turn 21. You know what I mean? Like you, you're one of the first people in your class to turn this age. And like some of my best friends were born like in July and they had to wait, you know, the whole year while all of us were turning 16 and 18 and 21. Like that had to suck is really what I'm saying. Yeah. And I look at the increments of age between you and I, because there's a little discrepancy when it comes to not discrepancy, but there's a little difference in the age, but you're right. I think whenever, especially when you have kids, I have, you know, my kids are in college. Uh, my son's getting ready to get married next week. So it changes a little perspective, but those late birthdays, I remember in college to speak to your point. Uh, I was 17 when I, in October, so I had that late birthday. So I was still 17 years old, my freshman year in college. And it seems to me playing against some grown men, which were at the time were 20 to 21. They may, they're grown, but 
You know what? As I mentioned, RJ, uh, October's a great month. Um, Halloween's not an official holiday, but to me, I just think the fall weather, uh, a little bit of Halloween, uh, and a little bit of happiness that comes along with fall. If we get some fall weather here in North right. Texas, because it seems like it went from fall to uh, to summer and hopefully back to fall again. But yeah, it's a, it's a great month, and and, and I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, there was like one weekend of like actual fall weather, and then it all went away, and we're back to 90s. Uh, I think this weekend's supposed to cool off. Uh, before we get into the Cowboys talk, you mentioned Halloween. This is our last episode before Halloween. What is your favorite Halloween candy? Oh, without a doubt, it is uh, Reese Cups. Oh, uh, good for you. Good Reese, answer. Reese, oh, I, I just the thing now is that in my neighborhood, everybody's to your point about getting older. There's, it's kind of all the kids have grown up and left, and so we live. The houses are relatively far apart, so I really don't have an excuse to get uh, Halloween candy. But the Reese's Cup, oh my gosh, yeah. it, it's 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 a slam dunk. How about you? So I'm gonna say, I'm let me guess, Kit Kat. So I was going to say Reese's, but in the interest of mixing it up, if I have to come up with something else, I will say Kit Kat. But um, you know what I don't like? And it, this is, you know, you run into like one person every like 10 years that does this. The psychopaths that that like bite into the whole Kit Kat. You know what I mean? Like they don't they don't break the sticks apart. Like you ever notice right. somebody like that that just like that treats it like a candy bar and bites into the whole thing? That's weird to me. Um, I can't get I will say on the subject of Reese's Cups, the little ones are not the same. You know, I'm talking like the little tiny ones that, that you know fit yeah. in your palm. Like those are not right. the same. The the, the, the classic ones are exactly yeah. like you, you have yeah. to have the classic ones. Those are great. I also don't like now they make those like fat ones. I mean, they're like the size of you know I don't even they're like the thickness of yeah, shoes. I, they're I not the no same. problem with that. I, I have no problem oh. with the Reese's cup. It uh, could be it could be a, a Reese's cup on steroids. One of those. It, it, it seems to me for some reason Halloween you just can't get enough and the glucose level level is off the chart. I, I, I do agree with, uh, was it Mike Leach or Ty? I don't know if you saw this. I'm talking about his can, you know, his favorite, uh, Halloween candy. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, but he, I did not the, the whole, the, the candy corn. I mean, I, I just don't, why the, how did that even evolve as being an official, the candy corn being the official. It's the color candy the, for Halloween. Okay. I get that. It's, it's the, it's the color and, and it, it fits like, no taste. it's nothing but sugar. It's like, um, it's the perfect candy to like display in your house. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you get like oh. a jar, you, you know, cause you can, you can't put, fill up a jar so, of Reese's so, peanut so butter more, cups. So it's more for display. Yeah. I will for say, I don't mind it. I, I don't, oh, really? like, I'm, I'm not going to like die on the candy corn Hill, but I don't, I don't mind it. But so like my wife, you know, every, you know she puts, she decorates the house for fall, mm -hmm. whatever. So we've got right. a jar of candy corn on the, on the bar in, in the, in the middle of the wall. I have to walk by there like 10 times a day. So, you know what I mean? Like, like You're six of those. Grab your handful? Yeah, exactly. Like six of those times yeah. I reach in, grab a couple candy corn, you know, yeah. continue on my way. Uh, but yeah, it, it just it looks like Halloween. That's that's why that's the answer right there. Well, uh, we, we, we could do that at our house, but that would last until Christmas because mm -hmm. you wouldn't see me grabbing a handful. The Reese's Cup, on the other hand, they won't last very long. Well said. Um, OK, Tony. So I did not tell you what we were going to talk about today, because like always, I wanted to surprise you in the <laughs> spirit of it being your birthday. I don't know what you asked for. You know, maybe you asked for uh, a new PlayStation. Maybe you asked for, you know, um, a new seven iron. New, maybe maybe a couple hybrids. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah, maybe... you're, you're going you're, you're in my lane right now. You're talking yeah, about golf. Yeah, okay. you know, I, yeah. I had to get closer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, you know, hey, you, you can never have enough. 
uh, you know, maybe, you know, something I got for my birthday last year. It's a GPS. You put on your caps, little thing hooks on and you click on it and tells you your, your distance. You know, that's a really handy thing instead of the, you know, the range finder, but whatever. Uh, anyway, in the spirit of birthday wishes, what are some of your wishes for the rest of this Cowboys season? Cowboys back from the bye on Sunday, Sunday night, actually playing the Minnesota Vikings. By the way, this is a really intense sports week for a certain sector of Texas fans. Uh, if you are, yeah, if you are a Houston Astros fan like myself tonight, Tuesday, Wednesday, games one and two of the World Series on Thursday, Tony, we have a huge Thursday night football matchup that is important for the Cowboys. The Arizona Cardinals and Green Bay Packers going to impact the playoff seating. Friday's game three, Saturday's game four, and Sunday, Tony, while the Cowboys are playing the Vikings, the Astros and Braves will get down in game five. So if you're a, a, a fan, if you want to watch them both, you got to have the double TV going on. You got to get creative. You got a couple of days, though, to prep, uh, to prep Astros for that. Are back, Astros are back to stealing signals again. I mean, my God. Hey. Uh, no, I'm that, that doesn't, that honestly doesn't hurt me the way it hurts a lot of people. But uh, that's uh, good, though. So, yeah, yeah for sure. I'm a damn good franchise. I think everyone like myself is just a little envious because you live where I live in Dallas, you cheer for the Texas Rangers and. We've we've been uh, a non-factor for some time. I actually have. My a, wish. I have. I have one question before we get to the wishes. Did you have you ever? Did you ever throw out a first pitch for the Braves when you were drafted by the Falcons? No. You would have thought that that would have happened. Like no, you know, I, here comes the high, the big time draft pick. I, that would have made sense for you to throw out a pitch there. No, I, I didn't do that. But what I did do is when I did when I was got drafted by the Falcons. Uh, you remember, I, I'm sure you're a baseball guy. Maybe you remember a pitcher by the name of Bobby Witt who pitched for the Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, he went to OU and he got drafted by the Rangers. Well, he was pitching in their farm system in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I believe it was called, at the time it was called the Tulsa Drillers. I used to watch him growing up. But anyways, they asked me to throw out the first pitch at Bobby's, uh, I guess it was a double A. So yeah. I threw the first pitch out there, but I, I played in some like a celebrity home run derby here in Texas, but I, that's the one thing I never did do, but I, I I'm going to go on record and say that I would do a hell of a lot better than some of these other people that's true. that are asked to throw the first pitch out. I mean, yeah. come on, you got to at least practice. Okay. To that right. point, but no, I, was- I have not been asked. Look, I'm obviously rooting for the Astros, but as if I didn't have enough reason reason to root against the Braves, how do you not have the second overall pick come in and throw the first pitch? Like, seriously, Braves, what are you doing? I mean, you know, maybe whatever. They, maybe because they, maybe because they thought I was a lineman. And since we didn't have national tight end day, like we do now, <laughs> my gosh, what if the, what if the big, the big guys get any love? Why don't we just have, what if they have national lineman day? Doesn't that sound, doesn't it have like a little ring? Is it, comes out of my mouth is it yeah sexy? i mean they we were beat, we were beaten over the head by the way that it was national tight end day oh um God. it was are you serious it I was mean, all really? over the place tight end uh, just okay anyway uh well so the braves suck for not having you throw out the first pitch but whatever um okay wishes for the rest of this cowboy season and let me let me state now we like we want them to win every game we want them to win the super bowl we're talking about you got to get a little bit more unique with the wishes tony you know what i'm saying like you, you some some things that are a little bit more less obvious you know what i'm saying you you know you want them to win you want them to have success etc so what are some other things we want them to stay not the, injury not free the clue, not the cliche things that we throw right. around um well it can't be said enough right that Dak is healthy coming back from 
that calf injury, and I said right. exactly what I wasn't supposed to say. Uh, to get Demarcus Lawrence back, I'd like to get Demarcus Lawrence back healthy mm-hmm. um, and really be an impact player on that defense. Uh, to stay on the defensive side of the ball, uh, I know Quinn and Williams. They were talking about maybe this was total rumor, but to be able to maybe I I, I don't know the trade deadline is it's it's a bonus and it's it's, it's I don't know what's going to happen as far as the trade. It'd be nice to go out and get another defensive lineman. I mean, I'm just thinking out loud all these different things. I mean, there's yeah, a well, lot of it, things this I is, hope for. This is what, yeah. it, what to me, what the, the spirit of this conversation is like, look, like you, we, we talked about. The spirit like, is abroad. Is well, broad it's like it's, it's like your, your, the best birthday gifts, in my mind, are something that you wouldn't buy for yourself, right? So it's it's never something that you, like, need, right? Like, the Cowboys need to win all these games. Like, it's, it's something that you're like, man, I've been wanting this. I wasn't going to buy it for myself. Which makes it a great birthday gift. So yeah, if you want, if you want to say yeah, Quinn and so Williams, I, you know, it's so, up to you. So I, I think I think that that may be a because I think that the interior part of the line is still a question mark because there's a bit, there's oh it seems to me in, in the last game against the, the Patriots there's some chunk yards that are are to be had by by teams. So it'd be great to be able to get some solidify the interior part of the line, whether it's Neville Gallimore getting him back or maybe go out and try to do a deal to get another defensive lineman. Uh, but really, I think that they need to get Demarcus Lawrence back would be a very add volumes to that defensive side of the ball because I think the offensive side we all we've seen that for the first six games those guys can ball. Mm-hmm. So that would three or four or five different several wishes, but <laughs> mostly it would be on the defense, RJ, to get those those key components back on that side of the ball. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. So it's a good wish. Not going to attack your wish. Great wish. Um, I will say, not that they're Quinn and Williams, but so DeMarcus, like at, at some point, DeMarcus Lawrence will be back. It remains to be seen exactly when, but... Uh, as far as the interior is concerned, Neville Gallimore still has to come back mm-hmm. at a certain point. Shout out, you know, Oklahoma Sooners. Forgot about uh, Tristan Hill. Tristan Hill is going to come back too. Yeah. See, I mean, people are so willing to like cast him aside, and I'm not going to sit here and defend Tristan Hill. I will say we talked about this last year. Pe- people do forget he was lost for the season in the same game that Dak was last year against mm-hmm. the Giants, um, and he was playing better. Like, and and I realize that's a low bar to clear, right? Like, you know, to to be better than who he was as a rookie. He wasn't falling asleep in meetings and things like that. So, you know, hey, it is what it is. But now, I mean. 
I think it didn't help that he was being asked to do so much. But now, I'm, again, I'm not saying the Cowboys are like super deep at, at tackle, but I mean, they, they've got Neville Gallimore when he's back. They've got Osa Digizua, dude looks like a monster. They've got he's Brent Urban. Nice rookie. Yeah, Absolutely. Carlos Watkins. I mean, mm-hmm. they've, they've got an abundance, not of riches, but they've, they've got depth. So if Tristan yeah. Hill comes in, he's just got to be a rotational guy. That's, you know, that's fair. So that's a good wish, Tony, especially Demarcus Lawrence. You went big. Like I said, a couple of hybrids. You, you asked, you asked for a brand new driver with Demarcus Lawrence. Well, I need a good driver. I just need one that just goes a long ways and is in the middle. I'll just, I'll settle in the middle of the fairway all right. Long. So my wish um, is a little bit different. Like your, your wish is a little bit more practical and helps the team across the rest of the season. Uh, mine is a true, again, how I see birthday wish. Now I did ask for some help on this subject on Twitter. So I do want to shout out Jay or John Michael mummy. I believe that's how he pronounces it it's on Twitter at J Michael mummy. Um, agrees with me. John says, I want Dak to win MVP. That's what, that's my wish. Like, because again, we're acknowledging here. We want the Cowboys to win every game. No more injuries. Won all the obvious stuff. So we're we're talking kind of like extracurriculars at this point. I want that. I think that would be so cool. So much fun. He's obviously deserving both on and off the field. And I think I mentioned this on uh, one of the SB Nation NFL NFL shows I do over there. I think that Joe Burrow is helping his case and and hear me out on this. Generally speaking, you know, because these awards are somewhat narrative driven, you know, they don't always go to like, and I'm not saying Dak isn't, but they don't always go to the quote unquote most valuable player. Mm -hmm. It's generally who's the best quarterback on a team that has success. That's generally what it is. And what's more is that NFL or whoever, you know, the writers, voters don't generally like to give multiple awards to a single person. You know, you see a quarterback win MVP and a different offensive player win offensive player of the year. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, Joe Burrow and Dak Prescott are clearly the contenders for comeback player of the year. There's there's nobody who's close to the two of them right now. They're both playing at an incredible level. And my point is Dak's going to win one of those two awards. He's going to win comeback player of the year or MVP. It's easy. One of those two. And Joe Burrow, if he wins comeback player of the year, kind of I, I could see like the, the way these awards tend to go. The, you know, the voters saying, well, we'll give Joe Burrow comeback player of the year. We'll give Dak MVP. And I think it's helping Dak's case. The, the other thing here is that they generally don't give MVP to people who have won it before. They kind of like to crown new kings like Tom. Tom Brady could win MVP every year, for being honest. And people talk about like LeBron and the NBA could win MVP every year. What's more is Lamar Jackson has already won MVP. Patrick Mahomes has already won MVP. Aaron Rodgers has won a couple of MVPs. There's not somebody who has never won an MVP that I think is really competing with Dak for it. Maybe you could argue Justin Herbert, but granted, they they lost the last time they played. There's a lot of football left, but that's my wish. Dak MVP. I think it's a great one because if he wins MVP, it's going to determine a, a lot about this team. They, can, they continue to have success. So I think that that's a great gauge for how this team will, will, will finish the season. Uh, you mentioned you, you mentioned Joe Burrow. Obviously, Kyler Murray is playing. Kyler's in the mix too. That's a great point. And if so, if they stay winning a ton of games like that, and you know, I I think you have to win some. You have to have some big moments to win MVP, like Dak in overtime against New England. You know, and if if the Cardinals win on Thursday night, if the Cardinals have a big another big win against the Rams, maybe if the Cardinals beat the Cowboys later in the season, you you've got to have like signature moments to win MVP. Kyler Murray's definitely making his case. That's a great point. Well, to the point about 
a birthday wish. And it was funny because my son came in town last weekend and we we're talking about the Cowboys and we're talking about the Arizona Cardinals game. Think about the implications that game could be when those, when they, when they play here, it was a, uh, January 2nd. Mm-hmm. Think about the implications and maybe there'll be some things that already be set in place. But as far as the seed going into the playoffs, to me, that would be the ultimate matchup to determine what Arizona and what Dallas is going to do. Now, again, there's a lot of football, a lot of football to be had, uh, but it, it may be irrelevant at that point. But even the implications of maybe these two teams going on and playing in the FC Championship or however that determines that last game. But to me, that I want to see that game almost being a playoff, and, and, and maybe that's just a little far-fetched, but the symbolic of that team and also maybe who wins the MVP, to your point, between Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott. That's a great point. Is Obviously, a lot of people have started to look at that game and said that could be we're look, for – We're looking a long right. time. Right. Well, I mean, but it, it is – but it's, it's a birthday wish. Okay? Yeah. Well, and, and like, honestly, it's hard not to. It's not like the Cowboys right. play a, a lot of great teams before mm-hmm. then. But that game and right now, the Cowboys are five and one, obviously. But right now, every division leader in the NFC has one or less losses. The mm-hmm. Cardinals obviously undefeated. The Packers only have one loss. And again, the Packers and Cardinals play this week. The Buccaneers only have one loss. So, I mean, the Cowboys could finish with three losses and and that mm-hmm. might not be enough in, in the NFC mm-hmm. just because the, the teams are so good and they've already lost the tiebreaker to the Buccaneers, you know, right. because that, that is their one loss. But it is a great point that that game could be what decides MVP. Maybe not the one C, but mm-hmm. I got to be honest, like if I'm, you know, if if, if you're saying RJ, it's your birthday, what, what's your wish? You know, I don't really care a ton about the one seed if I'm being totally honest and I know that that sounds sacrilegious and people say whatever like that's not on my my wish list. I guess it is on my wish list but my my, my point here we did a video on our YouTube channel last mm-hmm. week uh, we had an article about this as well as far as when the Cowboys are likely going to win the NFC East when they're going to clinch it and it looks like it's going to happen in week 14 which is insanely early so people right. and and I get I get the conversation Tony right like well I want the buy I want that week off for Dak or for Zeke or for Trayvon or for whoever well you know what go go create your own buy go, go mm-hmm. win the NFC East and you can take week 18 off you, you know like I honestly think there's a a, a scenario where we that even that week 17 game against the Cardinals might not mean a lot, you know, just you know, there's a lot of football to happen between now and then. But I think the most imp- if, if I'm coming up with another wish, you know, because I, I don't want to ask for a, a ton of expensive things. You know, I don't want I don't want my friends and family to spend all this money on me. So if I'm coming up with a second wish, it's really just to be one of the top three seats. I don't have to be the one seat if I'm the Cowboys, but I don't want to be that four seat because in the wild card round, that four seat is going to play whoever does not win the NFC West. And I don't want to play the Cardinals or the Rams right away. So that's why if you're one of the top three seeds, I think you're fine. I mean, I don't know. Do, am I am I being too relaxed there? Like, do, is, are, are you putting the, the first round buy at the top of your wish list? Like, where does that fall for you? Well, there's nothing wrong with having the first round buy, without a doubt. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm going to be honest with you. And to the point about that being, would we say, the 14th season and the 14th week of the season in the National Football League, I mean, there would be – Especially in the FC East, we can clearly see that Dallas can obviously keep separating themselves with some of these teams the way they're playing. If they continue to play, they are. So I, a part of me says, okay, well, that's a great birthday wish. Dak to win MVP, to duel it out against Kyler Murray. But 
we may not see it because a lot of things may be set. Right. And when I say set, Arizona may have already set their destiny, and then Dallas obviously may set their destiny. So, and even if they're not bad, set, that would, it, it right, might not be worth be bad, the risk. Yeah, right. And so that wouldn't be a bad birthday wish to say, okay, well, those games don't mean a whole lot. Right. <laughs> yeah. You've already sealed. You've already sealed your fate. You've already know where you're at, and as far as what you're going to do in the playoffs, but. I think as a fan and as someone, as you mentioned, the MVP, maybe if it was like week 12, it'd be a little bit better, right? Because then it'd be a little bit more at stake. Sure. So I actually, this maybe isn't a wish, but, and there's still half a season to go, more than half a season to go, but man, it's Mm -hmm. flying by. But so while we're on the subject, you know, who, the Cowboys are going to maybe have to play two games on the road in the playoffs if they want to go to the Super Bowl, right? They're going to have to play on the road in the divisional, unless they're the two seed, going to have to play on the road in the divisional round and then, you know, maybe on the road in the NFC championship game. So my, my question is, what two places would you, would, are you okay going? What, what two, in, and again, the, the question is, you have to travel to this game or this place in the playoffs. What are the two? So it like, if, if we live in a world where the Cowboys can't be the one seed or the two seed, who do you hope are those teams? You know what I'm saying? So that, you know, worst case scenario, you go to these destinations. Do you want it to be green Bay? Are, are you not scared of going to Lambeau? Do you want it to be Arizona? Would you, are you fine going to, to Glendale? You know, like, do you, do you want it to be somewhere that's not cold? You know, like who, who are the places that you're, you're less upset about because you, you never want to travel in the playoffs, but who are the, who, are, what are the places that upset you the least? Well, I think green Bay, if you have to go to green Bay, that's kind of a tough place to play in January because it can be extremely cold. And it's a house but, of horrors for the Cowboys. And, but CD, like, I, I, I will say this, it would be incredible. And, and like, I'm talking about incredible theater for the Cowboys to go to green Bay and defeat Aaron Rodgers in, you know, the, the, the quarterback who's who's haunted them forever with Mike McCarthy, the quarterback that Aaron Rodgers ran out of town. Like, that would be incredible theater, but obviously it would be a very difficult game to win. I think matchups, when I look at the matchups now of these two teams, of Arizona and the Green Bay, I think, I think Green Bay would be a better matchup. And I can't believe I'm saying that because they got arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Obviously, Tom Brady, and then you can throw the argument for the rest of them. But I think that maybe look just looking at it right now, I think it'd be a better matchup for for Dallas to go to Green Bay and play them there if they have to go on the road. Because looking at Arizona and them in their own building, uh, that may be a tough place to play. But so I you're think you're fine going to Green Bay then? That, like again, you, if you have to Bay, pick two, that's one of your two. Player, even even as a player, I'd rather I'd rather play somewhere where and. You know, in Arizona, you can, you know, they got a retractable roof where they can play indoors, outdoors. That's not really, you know, a factor. But I used to always like playing in cold weather. Cold weather didn't bother me, especially if I had to go and play a place like Green Bay because there's such a nostalgia, there's a history and everything. And I just think that, and, and just think about the whole, the Dez game. Remember when Dez was right. the game, that, you know, all that going back to that, I think there'd be a lot of drama, a lot of, throw back to that. But I, I think for me, I think going to Green Bay would be a much better matchup and a much better place to play looking at Arizona where they are right now. 
So, okay. So if, if we live in this world where the Cowboys are the three seed and, and so, mm-hmm. you know, it's hypothetical people. We're just, yeah. you know, we're, ta- we're talking yeah. right right now. It's saying, hey, Tony, I know you asked for a driver. But what if we, what if we, yeah, what if we got your new we're set of wedges? Over to January. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but so, okay. So in this hypothetical, the Cowboys are the three seed and, and you've already said, I, I want the Packers to be one of the top two mm-hmm. seeds. Who's the other team? Because you got to pick one more. One other place you're fine with the Cowboys going. The contenders are Arizona, Tampa Bay. Cowboys going back to Tampa uh, Bay. Or maybe maybe you're rooting for the Rams, Rams. to pass the, the Cardinals and, and, and then therefore go to L.A. So the, your options here, all, all warm weather technically, but Arizona and L.A. would be indoors. Tampa's obviously, you know, warm. But so what, what do you, you know, you got to pick one to go with Green Bay. What scares you the least? I think I think I think I'd rather play the Rams. I, I think that they're and all all those four teams we just talked about it are playing damn good football. So the best case scenario is not have to go on the road and get a bye throughout the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which to me that's something you 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 need to consider as you get longer in the in the the, the back end of the schedule. But you were asking me where I, who I'd want to play. I don't know if I want to go to Tampa and play Tom Brady and the Buccaneers at home. I'd Again. rather go to L.A. I'd rather, I think I'd rather go to L.A. and play there. And I hate to say this, man. I mean, this – well, I hate to say this, but I really think that the Cowboys probably have a better fan base out in L.A. than they would in Tampa Bay. See, like, thank you, Bear. I appreciate it. Uh, he, he's pissed because the Bears are really bad this year, too. I mean, he loves the Cowboys, but he obviously likes the Bears, too. Um, I So that that's another, like – and and I was going to say this when you were talking about the Cardinals. If you go to Green, and I, I agree with you for what it's worth, because I think Green Bay is the least threatening team. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, but their their defense is not, like if you're, I don't mean to pick on him, but if you're telling me Dak Prescott and, and the Cowboys offense can go work against the defense that has Jalen Smith, I'm excited about that. But, um, so I agree with you on, on choosing the Packers to be one of these two teams, but I don't think that Arizona would be this like ruckus place to play. You know, like the Cardinals aren't necessarily known. Like everybody has fans that show up for playoff games, but like, you know, that, that isn't like the loudest building in the NFL. I do think that Tampa has had a lot of fans, you know, certainly come out over the last year and whatnot. And I it, like, again, like th- there's, there's different, there's different things to look at here. Like there's one part of me says, what would be the best story? You know, like, like to, to bring it back to the world series, I wanted the Astros to play the Dodgers in the world series. Cause I thought it would have been a great story. It would have been great to beat the Dodgers and therefore kind of put an end to all the chatter, you know, cause the Dodgers have said, well, if not for the, the sign stuff, we would have won the world series in 2017. So it would have been great to beat them this year. You know what I mean? Kind of just squash that. So in one way it would be great for the Cowboys to go back to Tampa where their season started you know Dak even said we'll see you again you know so it would be a great story but obviously it'd be very scary I I don't know that the Cardinals like I know they're 7-0 but they still don't like terrify me and that building doesn't terrify me you know those fans don't again you know Tampa's got fans that are, are now profiting off of their team as evidenced by one of the most viral stories in the NFL this this past week and so in in that way, like if we're if we're factoring the fan, you know, crowd, whatever, you're right. Like L.A. would have the highest population of Cowboys fans of of any of these of any place besides Dallas. Like it would be a playoff game, and I think a lot of Rams fans would show up. But still, Cowboys fans would really, really, really show up. I mean, you've played in a playoff game for the well, Cowboys in L.A. It's it's a yeah. different thing. Well, 
and even Arizona. I remember going to Arizona and playing there. And we it was it was a home field for us. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe they I don't know if that's flipped with the fan base in Arizona now. They on the Arizona Cardinals wag bandwagon or Arizona's had success. So I don't know now that the Cowboys are having some success. We've seen a lot of fans come out of the woodwork. And to me in Arizona, whenever the Cowboys are winning, when we played out there, uh, it was like going home. So not only in LA, but it could be the same situation in Arizona. Now, if I'm the Arizona Cardinals and I got a playoff game against uh, the Cowboys, I'm going to tell everyone not to sell their tickets to Cowboy fans. And so it's just me because I'm with the Arizona fans to be on my side because there's nothing worse than going on the road in a playoff game and the home field has less fans than the visiting team. Right. You just don't want to hear that. I do think it would be cool um, now that I think about it, you know, because I, I think there's a lot like you're right, by the way. But I, at the end of the day, you know, playoff games that feature the Cowboys, those tickets would go for a pretty penny. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like so yeah. I, Cardinals yeah. fans, Rams fans, I think <laughs> they'd have a hard time holding on to those. But. It would be, we, you know, the Super Bowl this year is at SoFi Stadium, the home of the Rams. Mm-hmm. It would be yeah. really cool for, you know, to go for the Cowboys to go, I don't know, to the NFC Championship game in L.A. and and basically play back-to-back games in that building. Play the NFC Championship game, play the Super Bowl in that building. That would be really fun. Something, you know, I, I was going to tweet this the other day, but I couldn't figure out a way to fit it into 280 characters. Jerry Jones is a Hall of Famer. You know that better than I do. And, and much of the reason that, you know, Jerry has a gold jacket, has a bronze bus was because he brought the NFL back to Los Angeles. He was kind of the, the guy who drove that. We've heard that story for five years now. I, you know, I, I was thinking about it. this is the first Super Bowl in Los Angeles since the NFL returned. And obviously the Rams are now there, the Chargers, I mean, a lot's happened in the last five years. It would be kind of poetic for Jerry's team to win the Super Bowl there. And and th- and not only win the Super Bowl but like we're talking about maybe punch their Super Bowl ticket in Los Angeles. And and what's more, you know, the NFC champion everybody wants to win the Super Bowl. I know that's, you know, priority number 1, but the Cowboys haven't been to an NFC championship game in, you know, 30 years, like for more than 30 years. And so how poetic would it be if it couldn't be at at AT&T Stadium for that game to be played in the city that Jerry Jones helped the NFL get back to in Los Angeles, like for that, for them to break through and do it in, in that, like if, if I'm looking for stories and poetry, like that one's hard to beat. Well, here's what I want to put out there right now, a poetic birthday wish, because it is my birthday. That's true. Yeah. Is that if the Cowboys go and play in the Super Bowl, that our platform blogging the, bo- the bear <laughs> or blocking the boys, <laughs> Blogging the boys. And the Blogging the Bears is, is the site Bears working on in yeah, his spare time. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't think they're going to, you know, based on what we saw last year, it's going to be last week, it's going to be a long time for they do that. But anyway, uh, Blogging the Boys, the 750, we should be able to go to the Super Bowl in the event the Cowboys play there. To me, I'm just putting that out there for the SP Nation and the Blogging the Boys and the 750. Mm. Whoever's listening to the management and everything that you and I, that's my birthday wish that we're able to go out there on that dime and cover the Cowboys. But that's just my wish. I mean, you know, the Super Bowl in L.A. Yeah, it's a, I've told you this before, a, a quote I think about or not think about, but like one of my all time favorite Cowboys quotes is from the documentary America's Game on y'all's 92 team. And it's an interview with Ken Norton Jr. And he says, we thought we were a Hollywood team. And now we were in Hollywood. That's one of my favorite yeah. quotes. And so, 
I mean, again, like and that that's the thing too. like the y'all's first win was in Hollywood. I mean, I was in Pasadena, whatever, but like it was in Los Angeles. It would be really poetic for the Cowboys to kind of go full circle that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. God bless Ken North Jr. Man, that defense, the Seattle Seahawks. Ooh, yeah. Kenny's um, Kenny's having a tough time right now. Um, last thing, because uh, I've, I've always wanted to ask this and I always forget. Um, what was Ken's stop at the goal line in that game like? I mean, everybody knows the play. I mean, he stops, you know, gets a stop at the goal. I mean, like, I've never seen a tackle like that since in the NFL. That's just literally stopping an immovable force. Like, was, what? That, was, that, was that Thurman Thomas or was that, uh, was that the other running back? I, I believe that? it was the other runner. But, yeah, I mean, but he but just, regardless, it he was stops like, him at it was the goal like he line. He ran into a wall. Yeah. Like, he hit a wall. It's like, it's like one of those invisible forces that you're not going to penetrate. Like you hit it and you're just like, oh my gosh, it's like, where'd that come from? That's what Ken Norton was. And of course, when he was able to hold him up, you know, everyone else came to rescue. But to me, man, that was, you know, that was Ken Norton. That, that was the way he played. I mean, you get a guy in space and especially on the goal line, the momentum mm-hmm. usually goes to the running back or the offense because it's just where it's at. I mean, he's got to run. But the way he came up in the hole and met him, it, it was amazing, the tackle he made. But, yeah, that was – to get to the point about Hollywood, that was his Hollywood moment. <laughs> that was well, his Hollywood play. In the right Super on. Bowl. Uh, if the Cowboys are in the Super Bowl in Los Angeles, we have to get a hologram mm-hmm. of Michael Jackson. Just, you know, because, like, uh, there yeah. were, you know – the y'all's halftime show and everything. So uh, we'll figure it out. We'll get there. Uh, Tony, hope your birthday's fantastic. Hope there is a new driver somewhere in the house, new whatever. Um, Hope all of our wishes come true. Everybody, we will see you next Tuesday. This was the 750.